my podcast. My podcast. What's it called? Don't worry. Bye. Happy with Harry at Diver. Podcast. Hark, it is I, Harriet Dyer, your regular host of this, whatever this is. What do you think? In fact, don't answer that. Welcome to episode 107, Room with a View. I, well, I've got the heating on, that's good. I'm absolutely dreading those of you long time listeners regular time callers you will know that every year i have a right old problem with my boiler that's right real cutting edge stuff on it oh if that happens again this year i'll be unhappy thanks for tuning in all the best if you're now tuning out (laughs) and i'm worried about what's going on in my ears you know I, I have earplugs because I sleep next to the Gruffalo and my earplugs have turned a very strange colour. Do you reckon that it looks like um, varnish? Is that? That'll be wax, won't it? Bloody hell. I do, do you know what? That is an anxiety of mine is not knowing because my eyes... Oh God, I had a dream last night that someone had... Someone had... This this comedian that lives in Liverpool had eyes underneath his bottom lip, so his eyes were on his chin. They were really bulgy, and I was like, I don't remember his eyes being that bulgy. Anyway, I worry because because I don't have uh, like sort of periscope eyes, I can never see inside my ears. So I've always worried what is going on. Do you know what I mean? I once asked my brother. I said, what's in my ears? And he goes, bit of a tissue. And he just pulled a bit of a tissue out. But it didn't start then, surprisingly enough. It actually started before then. Because there's a tissue in there. What else is in there? Do I tell you once when I was walking along the seaside with my fiance and he goes, sorry, he goes, oh, look, a shell. And then picked up the shell Fucking spiders in the shell crawled in his ears. Do I know that they're not there anymore? No, I don't. Do you know? No, you don't. Do the spiders? Probably not. They're just busy being on a journey. But the fact of the matter is, well, ears are unguarded holes, aren't they really? So, yeah, I do worry about what is going on in my ears and the back of my head it was if i i don't like it when someone sits very close to you especially behind i always if i'm on a train i i'm aiming for either to be by myself on the carriage or at least three seats of conference from the nearest torso and if someone sits behind me or all i could think about is bloody hell what are they seeing when they look at the back of my head? Because even if you're not purposely looking at the back of someone's head, when someone is directly in front of you, you are looking at the back of their head. There's no two ways about it. I'll tell you what there also are no two ways about. There is an absolute epidemic of lazy bastards, right? 
Let me tell you for why. When I, when I was a young warthog, when I was starting out in comedy, you would literally be over the moon and back round and over again the moon if you got a spot like the comedy store or even, you know, unpaid trial spots, all them sorts, you'd be absolutely over the moon, right, with with the, with that sort of stuff. And then the way the world is these days, people just don't give a shit. They don't. They think, who said it? I uh, A minute ago, I was watching something and they said, oh, what was it? Said something to do with John Major. And they went, it was these two little Tories that annoy me on Gogglebox, but they said something that was really good, that had a really good... Po- yes. So they said that John Major, right, when he was in power... He introduced the lottery and they said that that was the beginning of the end because now, as I didn't even know, this was all Gogglebox. So so, they, so basically they were watching this programme called something with, and they made another, some other couple made a good point that this, uh, there's so many something something with bare girls, but bare girls are never fucking in it. So... There's this thing, right? It, that's it. Treasure Island, this new thing where there's these people that live on an island and then helicopters... Oh, bloody hell. Helicopters come along, drop a load of money, and uh, and then people on the island like, have to find it. And there's this guy who's been in the army, I think. He's a fucking idiot. He's... Yeah, just... He's, he really, I guess, is just playing the game. But these two people were in a boat and then a helicopter come, money dropped, and then the, the guy in the army that's at the minute got all the money swam to get the money, but the people in the boat beat him. And then when they beat him, he goes, what do you mean? Am I not going to have a bit of it? They were like, absolutely not. And he was like, what? I thought at one point he was going to bloody take it from them. And he's already got... 17 and a half grand. I think he's going to um, steal it, I do, actually. And then one of them went, are, are they allowed to kill each other on this island? And I'm not sure if he was joking or not, but that will be the way it's going. I'm not even joking. Anyway, so they said this was in John Major's day. He introduced the lottery. and And before that, People always had to earn their money. And, and that was the first way in which you'd get something for nothing. And then now you look at all these years later, how that's, you know, maybe it's not exactly that. Maybe it was inevitable anyway, but it's very interesting. I wouldn't be surprised if that's true, you know. And do you know what? I've had the same... It's funny, actually, because I uh, said the same thing yesterday. Because my fiancé's kids, they... they Well, I won't go into it too much. We were on a bloody... A bit of a bloody mare with that. Um, yeah, just... Just, you know, the one that sort of sorted out to go to college and she was just missing too much, but she wasn't telling us. Or we thought the only way she won't go into college was when she didn't have bus money, but so then we offering her bus money and then she says she she had it, but 
she was just missing lessons because she was smoking weed. Uh, and, and but I was I am under no illusion of our kids are right. I was a little fucker, right? A little fucker. But you know, and I'm not condoning smoking weed or anything like that, like but the fact of the matter is I'd like it if she didn't, but I bloody did. But I go to college stoned and I'm not <laughs> and I'm definitely not advising that. But I just had no matter what I was doing, there was something in my stomach, like a bit of a fire that was like, you've got to get there and do what you're supposed to do still. Whereas, yeah, she she doesn't have that. But we'll get there, it's just, you know, these things happen, I guess. So just plan, well, we would say plan B, but it's probably plan F by now. But anyway, but that was beside the point, what I was saying was that two of them kids want to be actors. I told you, didn't I, that one of them, so my fiance was an extra in a film, and then one of his kids has, has gone, oh, Dad, can you ring the film, I mean, I don't even know how that works, and get, I, I want a part, but I don't want part like what you had where you didn't speak I, I want a main part like there's no but that's it because they don't sadly their mother isn't um hasn't worked so they haven't seen with their own eyes the the uh the outcome of um I feel like I sound more Cornish today the the fruitfulness of working hard because She's never, and that's not a dig, that's just how it is, really. And then the boy wants to be a footballer. Is he going to football club every every day after school? Is he doing it at weekends? Is he heck? And that's that's how it needs to be, isn't it? And with the acting, is is there it was it a possibility with with one of them getting on a course after thinking she couldn't? Was it a possibility to to excel in that? Yeah, there was. Did did she play the game and even go not even playing the game? Just go to the bloody lessons? No. There's just people see, and I think as well it's because they're so what's the word all consumed with like YouTube and and stuff like that and that. Well, in fact, my friend Hannah, she is in fact listened to it. It's really, really good. I really enjoy it. Is that she has a podcast called Fate Club? Uh, it, it's really, really good. It's basically if you um, so every week, so her and her friend Marie, every week they go into to a charity shop, and then they they choose a book third from the left on the top shelf, is it or third shelf? Uh, and then they have to read that book. It's a bit like a book club. And then, um, and then they have to say what what the universe is trying to tell them by sending them that book. Do you know what I mean? And then one week they had a oh, what was he called? A YouTuber. They were reading a YouTube. Oh, I mean, some of the books that one and bloody no offense to her, but Binky from the uh, Chelsea. The only way is Chelsea. No, what's it called? Chelsea Knights, the own, what's it called? Made in Chelsea. And, uh, I mean, come on. It's just, she might as well just got a bloody crayon and just wrote privilege across bloody two sheets of A4 and bloody 
taking that in. Like, oh, it sounded awful, that book. Anyway, but this YouTuber, but then you're, you're about to say an example from this YouTuber's book. So, well, yeah. So, um, so my fiance's kids will just see it as YouTubers bloody suddenly get 300 million subscribers or however they have and, 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 you know, doing brilliantly. But when they were talking about this book that this YouTuber, it, it, like they said, the work he put in and it, it is, it's another way in which, well, yourself is a business. Oh, definitely in the way that you're even bloody um, releasing a book in, about your life at the, in, in your 20s. Like, you are definitely a business. And there's, and they'll be waking up, well, obviously, you know, everyone has to wake up. But but there'll be a schedule to what he does and he'll work really hard. But but kids just don't see that. They just think, not any old bloody Tom, Dick and Sally can just start a YouTube channel and have 50 million um, subscribers. Is that, no, that's too many. Does anyone have them? That, that amount? Anyway. Hello, welcome. I've had uh, another fantastic week actually. Going to view a car tomorrow, so that's exciting. Really looking forward to that actually. But I can't even uh, test drive it. I've got to get my fiance to test drive it because I'm learning in it, isn't I? Uh, so I'm hoping the next test. Oh, I have to fucking get it, honestly. But then it's a bit concerning with the with the bloody weather, isn't it, at the minute? So if it's snowing, what even happens? I think I asked this last time. What even happens if you, if it's snowing on the deck? But then I've my lesson is at one, uh, my exam's near one o'clock. So if there is snow, it probably would have melted by then. So I imagine the ones really, really early will have a problem with that. But I don't know if the whole day would be cancelled. I mean, it's not foreseeing snow. Well, yeah. I don't know, do I? So yeah, so I'm getting a car to learn in, and I'm really excited about that. Well excited. And I've been through it all. I was going to get an old banger just to practice in, but then I thought, well, well, either way, it's even if you got a banger for like I don't know, five hundred quid or something, that's still five hundred pound that you could spend on it. But then, then it's like, well to get a um like a really really decent car it's like well you know pe- I, i'm not driving yet and people say even when you do pass your test you shouldn't get an amazing car because people have so many dints so i'm just getting a car that's nice enough to wait for it looks a bit snazzy i think if you're bloody turning up to a gig or Say someone's booked me for my mental health stuff and that, and I'm turning up in a bloody, I don't know, like clampet mobile. Then it just looks, it looks like you, you're bloody useless. So, I don't know, maybe I'm reading too much into it. But yeah, I think I, I care what people think of me. But it's like. It's like if I went to a gig and then someone said, in fact, someone someone did say that there was one like this, and I thought it was one that I was doing recently because I was told I was getting shoes. So I thought, is it that you have to then not wear your shoes, or is it like a gen- genuine gift, or do they just want like to have photos of you in their shit anyway? So 
so anyway, but they didn't in the end. But another person I knew said that they made so they did a gig for some, someone, and then they that person made them. Who was the guy? A company. That person made them take off their shoes, put their shoes on, as in the company, not an individual person's shoes. And if I, I, for it exactly. In fact, this is it. Someone said, "What did they say?" So they had um, a friend of mine said that a friend of theirs went on live at the Apollo and then um, had something, was it something a bit too sparkly or uh, that, that wasn't, um, that, that, that the cameras, that, that it was ricocheting too much light on the cameras. So they had to get, they, they ran to a bloody... Um, top shop or something down the road and got an outfit for her and I if someone did that to me well I couldn't I couldn't have it like I'm not and this is going to sound very dramatic like that's part of and I don't think it sounds superficial um but it's a whole package of who I am and how I am is is I'm not saying like and I think it sounds sort of really super bloody. How I need a piss. Yeah, like superficial, but I don't know. I love, I love how I dress and, and I take care in like, choosing what I wear. Um, and, and it does tie in with my act. It's just like a little package, isn't it, of it. So if then someone just nipped across the street to Topshop, A, I'm bloody gangly, I got legs like bloody um, grasshoppers, so nothing, and then the petite, oh god, I, I, it's one of them, isn't it, because you want to, yeah, you couldn't just go, well, I'm not doing it, because it was bloody live at the Apollo, but, oh, I'd be, and then every time anyone saw it, I'd be there in that outfit that just wasn't me, and I and I and I and I wouldn't be the best of me on stage because I wouldn't feel like me. And anyway, so that's what I feel like. I have to have a car that, in a way, is a bit of me too. Is another extension. Does that make sense, or am I just? So yeah, so we had. Um... Oh, your tour support for Eric Kemsley. That was bloody great fun. She's fantastic. I just really like her. Uh, make sure you watch her and her husband, Bobby's. Uh, they're in this new thing called Pants on Fire on E4 with Emma Willis and a few of these YouTubers and these two girls that are, I didn't realise they were real, but they are real. And, oh, it was, it, there was a bit, though, that just wasn't funny anymore. Me and... My fiance were like, oh goodness, because we really like Harriet and Bobby, and um, they they had to do this wrestling in Mexico, and fucking hell, it was brutal. They were really hurt. It, oh, it looked awful. It just wasn't fun anymore. Bless them. And then Bobby is in this new thing called, how was it called? Death Camp, is it? It's like a murder mystery thing that's starting on Sunday at nine. So watch that, I'm going to watch that because he's a bloody legend, he works bloody hard and I think you should watch it. So watch that, please. Thank you. And then on the Monday, what did I do on the Monday? 
No, with the lovely Sophie Willen and Johnny Pelham, who are very good eggs. It was Sophie's birthday. So we had a lovely time. Bloody brilliant, Sophie is. You might have heard her if you did anyone watch The Circle. She was the narrator in, in that. I bloody loved it. Bloody loved that. And it all went to, because they all, the thing is, what will always be the way with that is because even when a catfish won in the last season it wasn't a malicious game playing catfish it was a catfish that had genuine um, feelings for people and whereas this this year sammy who was the only catfish in the final would would have probably won if he hadn't so he was conscious that Tim, sorry, this is probably very boring for people who didn't watch it, but there was this wonderful old eccentric man called Tim that probably had it in the bag. Yeah, probably did to be honest. Well, yeah, so I guess that plan did work, but in the way, but so it didn't. It made Tim not win, but Tim should have won because he was honourable and lovely. And uh, and then so the one that was, should have won, and then the one that was playing games, they ended up both being in the like in the bottom well towards the bottom of ratings because because if you're playing a game someone's always going to think you're playing a game and then your ratings are going to be low so then the guy that that probably shouldn't have won it uh ended up winning it because they saw him as non-threatening so gave him higher scores thinking no one would anyway it's fascinating i loved uh, talking to her about it on um on Monday, and uh, I think she's got a uh, pilot, a pilot or so like she's got a series out. I think it's on BBC Two, and that'll be really good to so keep an eye out for that. I think it's called Alma's Not Normal, so keep your eye out for that. And wonderful Johnny will be on um, Live at Apollo. So bloody keep yourself out. Keep yourself out. Uh, Oh, I've got mountain that's too hot. Keep your eye out for that too. So bloody, it's nice when nice people that don't bloody backstab or be fucking para idiots are, are doing well. It's always always nice when that's when that happens. Right. So then on the oh Tuesday was bloody marvelous. So many years ago, well. Before Edinburgh, maybe a month or so before, I gigged for Aura, the, the drama school in London. Had a wonderful time. And then so they've got a London base and a Wigan base. So I went to Wigan to do the northern one on Tuesday. Absolutely fantastic. Even nicer than the London one. I didn't even think that would be possible. I think the room, the acoustics were a bit better for the room. It was absolutely, oh, just fantastic. If I could do that gig every fucking day, I would do it. Oh, it was just brilliant. The audience were lovely. I was just chatting. Some of the stuff, I wish I bloody recorded it. I wonder if he recorded it. Oh, I might. And then the guy, oh, no, I've got bloody. So I've sat up and I've bloody gone back down and I've got pins and needles. Is that normal to get? I just get pins and needles every time I do that. Oh god, such bad pins and needles. Oh god, ay 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 Yeah, the guy, uh, Adrian, uh, um, 
at Aura, he had this car and it's electric and he uses like no petrol, well that's what electric is isn't it, but but it only does like 30-40 miles and then it has to start um, eating into your petrol because you have petrol as well. But every time you brake in the car, it then charges your electric up. How crazy is that? But here's the problem. The problem was when these cars were first made is that because they're so quiet, people were getting run over by them because they weren't hearing a car. The amount of times I just listen and I'm bloody deaf. So the amount of times I listen and then cross the road, that that's so now the the model up from the one that this guy had, you you actually press a button and the noise of an engine plays, but it's not even an a, the actual engine, just a, a noise, a pre-recorded noise of an engine, just plays if someone's coming up so they can hear it. So did that at a great time, had an absolute palaver on the way home in the bloody ugh, with the trains. That's what. So that, the hardest part of uh, anyway, I stopped going on. I just cannot even. When I did tool sport for Harriet on Sunday, I I just feel like you know those um couples that just go on and on and on and on about their their kids. I feel like that is what is I've become with driving. It it's ridiculous. It's all I was talking about. At one point. Harriet went off somewhere, come back, and then I'd started talking, I thought, oh, bloody hell, but she's thinking, what the bloody hell is this, that's all I could talk about, oh, awful. Anyway, so, so yeah, then went for a lovely carvery. Oh, I'm not even a massive fan of gammon, but I love gammon at the carvery. Oh, gav, gammon and turkey. Do you know what? The beef always looks really dry. I remember a while ago in this podcast, I wasn't eating meat and very brine looks paddy but um yeah i don't i mean i do i i just have because i've i always like lately i put on a lot of weight and then um you know what though i was hermit so i was just staying in all the time now i'm busy i, I just find it quite difficult do you know what's delicious do you know though is it called tortellini that has stuff inside it there's that I like the idea of it, but I never really, really enjoy it. But there's a new, there's a new one from Sainsbury's that's that's got aubergine in it, and that is delicious. I just am having what I want when I want, really. I love fruit and veg. I have, I'm gonna have the odd bit of meat if I fancy it. If I don't, I won't. That's just what I'm gonna do. Just because if I stop eating anything else i'll just waste away because i i'm always in a bloody hurry so did that and then yesterday i did um uh i did uh i was a curator comedy curator at salford uh museum and art gallery which was great fun i printed all this bloody stuff out so thinking that i would I'd have the rough base of what was happening and then I would like try and be funny about it but oh well you just looking at all these fucking words and I just couldn't think of anything so so I in the end I just made it all up and that was good. And I I didn't even re- I didn't know I was supposed to do twenty minutes for half an hour because the thing said seven to eight. 
and I um, did about 45 minutes. So I really overran, but I'd be livid if if an event said, because I was the only thing happening, I was t- giving these people a tour of these exhibits. Really nice people, actually. A bit worried at first, because I thought, bloody hell, these are old, and they're going to think I'm rude. But it was fine. It was fun. It was really fun, actually. There was one guy, bloody Ken, he thought he was bloody fun. He thought he was proper funny, so he kept having to try and say jokes but I think that's it. oh do you know what I learned as well women like back in the day that that sort of well that had something to say about themselves they they put these like metal muzzles and chains on them it's fucked up isn't it fucked up yeah it was really fun actually I had a really fun time I'd love to do that again actually See, because the people that booked me said that uh, they're like, yeah, but you're really good at improvising. You don't realise how good you are at improvising. But, oh, I don't like the unknown. So I was shitting myself before I did it. Because you just, because it's fine. But, like, I always feed off, as most people do in comedy, of good energy. So, and so many things, especially with something that's like the first time it's been done. You don't know if people are going to be a bit unsure, um, and and I find that if when people are um, a bit hostile, a bit reserved, then I get like that, and then it's just just horrible. But that was was lovely. Um, and then tonight I'm off to Blackpool, so that'll be fun. Uh, right, I'm gonna read the good news now, my little flambeatrons. Then I'm gonna have me um. Aubergine, me aubergine, la aubergine. Okay, so David Harris, good news says helped my daughter move into her first flat, which is great news. Oh, Anne says and booked to see Harriet Dyer in Canterbury just before Christmas. Doubly splendid, David. Doubly splendid. Sam Thule says, My daughter was born on Thursday. Mother and baby are doing really well. That's so lovely. I said, I said it's great news. Big love to you all. He says, Thanks, H. Hope you're doing well. Let us know when you're gigging in Yorkshire next. Alex Kendall says, Fruit trees, two cherries, one Granny Smith. And a plum. We planted them this week, plus a load of Asda bulbs, £2 a pop for 20 We are so middle class. Guys, you bloody get some... If you get a bloody um, big fat uh, uh, growage, you'll be bloody... Because the amount of cherries and fruit costs these days... I, well, I said this in a more articulate way. He said, this time next year, we'll be millionaires. <laughs> Oh dear. Uh, Donna Bond says, just catching up on next, on last week's, we weren't here, but let us know when you're back in Northampton, it can be better. Oh bless, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't want it to be like it was slagging off anyone's um, circumference. Oh, and to answer your question, half of us graduated in 94. And I was 95, so that's 24 
years ago, longer ago than most comedians these days have been alive. That's crazy. I remember a bloody I had the Take That annual from 1994. And a Beano. I was a woman of many tastes. Sandra Joy says, saved a prox 400 on a dining table and cupboard by chance seeing a Facebook chat about oak furniture sale in our town. Kerching. M. Schoff says, had a fab week 50th fancy dress party. And then Tribute Festival today and are the photos of them as the YMCA are literally giving me life. They are absolutely splendid. Um, and then finally, Wonderful Rue says, not within the last week, but I loved your show Work in Progress at Women in Comedy Festival. Sorry I didn't say so in person. I was very anxious that night, but it was perfect. The comedy made the dark parts all the more hard-hitting and then you brought the comedy right back. I've been having a really hard year but your show made me believe I might be happy one day and maybe even turn the horrible stuff into my own show one day. Oh, Rue, I know it all feels so hopeless because if someone said something to me like it will get better when I was you know, these years ago, I would have gone, what the bloody hell do you know, you silly old bastard? But yeah, I never would have believed that I could be happy one day. And I, you know, guess it's quite cliche, but I literally, I, I've never been happier. You just have to, like, hang in there. And I know it's, I know it's bloody hard. And honestly, when you mess, when you messaged me with this yesterday, I, I bloody wound up. It was... It was really lovely of you. I really appreciate it. I bet you don't realise how many people you make happy. Oh, you've also said, just also, just listen to the latest podcast, and it was Paul Campbell's phone that went off. Wow, the absolute bastard. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, and then you said it wasn't even a, an alarm, it was a call, it was his alarm. And then I was like, that was really weird because as I listened to that, all the trainer man's alarm went off. So I said, what a niche power you have. And then, um, and then you said, actually, I have some actual good news. Since the seven hours ago, it was an awful form of me that it took me that long to get back to you. When I wrote that last comment, I have made a plan of action, re-stand up, booked a gig and written three new bits. Well, in the words of, is it Yazoo or is that Milkshake? Yaz? The only way is up, baby. We used to jump off chairs. Uh, to that song uh, at oh, the school disco. Oh, it was so much fun, the school disco. Um, right, thank you, everybody. I really appreciate it. Did you hear that then? I had a lot of spit in my mouth. Right, I'm running so late now. Um, I need to go. Um, all the best. Uh, thank you, David Harris, as per always. Thank you, you all. It's very much appreciated. Have a look. Am I shouting? Goodbye now. All the best. Thank you so much. Cheers down, cheers down, cheers down. That's the so many people do that on the channel. Bye, 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 bye. Bye, 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 That was my podcast. My podcast. Thanks for listening. Download, share. 
tell you pal at the shop. Don't worry. Bye. Happy. My podcast. My podcast.